You're listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News Reviews, Theories, and Conspiracies podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Hutton, and I'm joined by the hot and horny man, drenched from head to tippy-toe in Axe body spray, Kyle Sandin. I like to be loud by drinking Monster and punching draw, but I'm wanting to branch out into smelling loud as well. <laughs> Proud of you. Uh, we're also joined by the taxi driver who fills the cab with scents of cinnamon, cardamom, and curry, Hunter Sealock. Oh, not cardamom. It smells like all the moms. Rounding out the gag, we've got the Wall Street boy genius who always wears Versace Brooks Nickel. Ver Versace, I barely know we. <laughs> oh my god! That is Can we call a mulligan on that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're keeping that. Fuck you. Well, we're talking about everybody's sultry sense because hunter has some big news for us this week big uh -huh. big news if you lived in uh new zealand and australia is that the is that the two it's only two countries yeah. i believe that's right uh an xbox it's been banned in america <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah australia and new zealand will have xbox body wash and body stuff and deodorant and Body spray, lots of body stuff. Um, I wonder called, if like, it's because they. Oh, so I wonder if it's because they found its smell repels all the animals down there, so it makes people safer. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. It's going to smell like Doritos and Mountain Dew, as the old meme goes. But it doesn't. <laughs> it smells like normal things. So, Hunter, this is uh, being produced by Lynx. L-Y-N-X, um, and I did a little bit of research, and this is Axe, but in, like, Europe. <laughs> it's the same company. <laughs> is it really? Oh, man. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, oh, I thought no. that kind of well, fit in there the, like a nice puzzle piece, man. Just It does. It does. It says Link's Xbox is a fresh scent of pulsing green citrus. I don't know. Something about that. <laughs> Bad <laughs> suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. It's aggressive. Yeah, it sounds like an STI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to add it to my collection. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's, it, the, it, that's the story. Body it, spray, deodorant, shower gel. And now you can smell like a gamer, whatever that means. It even looks like Axe. Like the packaging looks just like Axe. That's the big news of the week. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a wrap. What do you guys uh, think will be Xbox's uh, next target market? They're entering uh, body spray and deodorant. What's next? What lands oh, that's do they have question. left to conquer? Oh, let's uh, see, Microsoft failed on this. An energy drink. Product. I think they're going to yeah. go. Okay, I can see that. Get into the, the clothing oh, business. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Condoms. Oh. <laughs> I think, you know, when you think Xbox, think being safe while you're being sexually active. Oh, man. Take a break every now and then. But when you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 
See, I don't, oh, I don't think of gamers as ever getting laid. So I'm thinking more in the terms of like what products speak to really lonely people. So I think we might see like Xbox branded cheese lotion. <laughs> I think cheese is like the unitary measure of loneliness. <laughs> I could see Xbox oh, brand cheese. And they're beasting a hunk of Xbox cheese in between rounds. <laughs> yeah. just, a, just a wheel of it. Oh, man. My, my Xbox protein. What kind of cheese drivers would there be? Here's your RPG cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of RPGs. Huh? Huh? Oh, oh rocket-pelled grenades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was thinking yeah. role-playing games. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> nope. I showed myself to be somebody that wears Xbox deodorant. <laughs> 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 side note, oh side note. If you listen to the show and you're in New Zealand or Australia, feel free to reach out to us, and uh, oh, we'll, we'll take a care package of that all day. <laughs> oh man! All right, talking about RPGs. Great segue that I squandered. Sorry. Yeah, Brooks. yeah. Kyle. yeah. Speaking of, no, hold on. Shut up. Hold on. Speaking of RPGs, as in rocket-propelled grenades, Kyle, we got some news on Call of Duty, huh? Modern Warfare 2019. <laughs> That's right. Beautiful. Probably another man who uses the Xbox spray now. Captain Price is back. Ayo. Yeah. It's exciting. I think that'd be good. It'd be good to play as him again. Uh, It said soap. They're bringing soap back, Hutton? Yes. Yes. Well, they say it's not a remake. It's a reimagining. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which Which I, I got that from the trailer. Yeah. I got that from the trailer as well. I still had like a lot of the... Call of Duty 4 vibe in it, but looked more crisp. And uh, it looks like they're trying to show some more like different gameplay. Like you can lean out, sure, it's like an overhead view. Oh no, it's real quick. They didn't show too much. It went by pretty quick. Yeah, it was a short video. Yeah, they're going back to contemporary times. Yeah, which people have been asking for since probably 2014, 2015. It's a fan favorite of the series, and Infinity Ward has really kind of. Released two, I guess three duds in a row. Is it three? Maybe just two duds in a row. Because it's just ghosts and then uh, Infinite Warfare, right? It's hard Neither to call them duds did. at that. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. still yeah. sold yeah. very like, well. But. My whole thing is is with the change that changes that they've made, right? Because we talked about this a couple episodes ago. They went from uh, two development teams on three-year cycles to one development right. team on a mm-hmm. two-year cycle. And like that's kind of that makes you kind of think a little weary of what's going on and then they come out and they're like oh, it's not a remake it's a reimagining <laughs> i don't know it just it, it doesn't seem i don't want to say lazy because i'm sure there's tons of work that's going into it and i'm sure it'll be a different game but it just well that was that was my worry reading the articles in GameSpot, it seemed like they were trying to undertake quite a bit and so that had me worried like maybe trying to do too much with the the time they're given here but yeah, and I, I thought it was quite the contrast versus the reveal of Black Ops last year. Because when they revealed that game, they did this big live stream event. They showed off, you know, the BR mode. They showed off different multiplayer. They showed off the abilities, all that kind of shit. They went, like, real big with the event. And this time, they just did a trailer. And then they had some press that was released, you know, that um, embargoed. They had some embargoed. Ah, articles came out. Uh-huh. 
it, it seems so weird to me that they're they're going like real subtle with it, and I'm I'm hoping that just means that they're going to show a lot of D three. And so that's what I was going to mention for my reading, you know, because Sony was going to have first dibs on like the game release, you know, right. DLC, and all that, and so they were saying it might not show at Xbox's deal, and then I think they said Sony wasn't going to have a showcase there either. That's right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, it almost sounded like they weren't going to show anything at E three just from reading that little bit. But I'd be surprised yeah, if they possible. didn't. Yeah. yeah, it seems like they need to. I mean, um, I, I think this is mm-hmm. a year, and we we talked about this a few episodes ago, and you could probably combine it with the loot shooter one. This is a year where I almost think their biggest competition is not necessarily going to be new games. It's going to be games that are like refining themselves and becoming like mm-hmm. really good games. Yeah, um, and and I think a lot of those games are going to have big announcements and have big news, you know, in the next couple of weeks. And I, I think that's something they have to contend with. Yeah. So I do think they are trying to make changes to do that, you know, from, from reading looks like they were going to introduce, you could level up in single player and it would also count for multiplayer. They're right. doing cross play. And then I was reading no season pass, like a lot of the maps coming yes. out, were going to be free for the players. So it looks like they are trying to change the ways and well, become a, more All of that is game, very good. Say, or... Yeah, and and we and I might be giving them, you know, too little credit. Maybe they're trying to go that route since they're jumping on a two-year cycle where everything, you know, a little more uh, pace like some of your other games where they're just releasing a lot of free-to-play content to keep that player base happy. And sure. I don't, you know, I mean, it seems the thing that we were talking about earlier is is in this article they talked a lot about changing the the gameplay and they wanted to do the reimagining because they they couldn't do a lot of things in the setting they created already with that trilogy. Um, and they're talking about exploring the more morally gray areas of war. And it just, I mean, it seems interesting. And I, th- I think I'm that's something it. that could be really good in a game, but call of duty is like such like this blockbuster franchise that uh, I'm, I'm leery of them trying to tackle something as nuanced as like, yeah, cause it's it, has to, it has to be done. It's hard. Appropriately. Yeah. It has to be almost yeah. respectfully, and that's a very fine line to toe. Especially yeah, when you're trying a, to make something that's fun and you're shooting, you know, yeah, dozens yeah. of enemies in every mission and stuff, and yet you're trying to make it have this gravity of loss of human life and civilian casualties and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's a tough balance to strike. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, but see, I didn't see it more as a moral thing. I saw it more as they were. From the interview with uh, Taylor uh, Kurosaki, he was making it sound more like more strategic choices. You know, like instead of just, you know, the typical bust in a room, Call of Duty, shoot the pl- the place up. You know, you'd have to kind of maybe use that new like peak advantage thing they're using and try to like split second you know, decide if that's an enemy or or person. And so that seemed really interesting. I didn't see anything about like a new mode like that they kind of tease. There's something that sounds kind of like Spec Ops, and maybe that's what they had been alluding to. Um, kind of those cooperative missions you could do, and was it that beginning in Modern Warfare Two they started doing that, Hunter? Yes, I in the first one as well. I can't even remember. I think it was uh, just it was in two and three I think for it was sure. Just the second one, yeah. Um, so they're going to have that, and it'll be cross-play, so you can play with buddies on PlayStation. Um, they haven't specified how, like PC, if the, at least I haven't seen it. They might have come out and said something. I don't know if PC is going to be in the same. But you might be able to do co-op stuff with them. I doubt they would do player versus player with PC. Too many people would gripe about that. But um, it's one of the first 
big games outside of something produced by Epic to have uh, cross-platform, so that's awesome. Brooks, why don't you tell us about a very unexpected E3 leak that dropped yeah. the last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, buddy. This is a good one. Well, yeah, anyway, so Marvel's uh, Avengers leaked. Uh, they actually, uh, they're, they're supposed to show at E3 and then they are also, were going to take part of like a panel discussion and they had kind of put some information up about the panel discussion that they weren't supposed to really reveal. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it got taken down pretty quick, but it, once it hits the internet, somebody's seen it. It, it looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. We'll have to see there's the trailer that's out there is, is cinematic and very short. But the little blurb they put up there, um, according to PC Gamer, was embrace your power and join key members of the development team at Crystal Dynamics and the creative team at Marvel Games as they talk exclusively about the upcoming Marvel's Avengers. This is the defining Avengers gaming experience, an epic action adventure that combines cinematic storytelling with continuous single player and cooperative gameplay. Moderated, blah, 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 a symbol of teams up to four players master extraordinary abilities customize your heroes to fit your playstyle, and combine powers to defend an ever-expanding world under constant threat uh so it, i'm hopeful <laughs> yeah i mean it's it sounds like the biggest attempt at a marvel game and aside from that spider-man ps4 exclusive yeah well and there's even been talk about you know with this game coming out and obviously it, there's still plenty to be seen on what it's actually going to be and do. Um, but they're talking about the idea of Marvel creating this like new gaming universe between like the Spider-Man games, um, you know, that they spent a lot of time on that Spider-Man game is fantastic. Um, but, you know, bringing the Avengers in and stuff like that. Uh, so like I said, I'm hopeful. It seems cool. Um, I like in, to think that it's going to line out exactly how I see it in my head, which is you'll get to, uh, you know, skill tree up, pick different abilities for heroes and, you know, start with a base hero and join with your friends and, you know, get some of that loot shooting, but with heroes, I guess. I don't know really what to expect from that at this point. I don't, you know, it's, they just, uh, they don't have a very good track record with those type of games. I mean, ultimate Alliance, kind of a Diablo clone, but yeah, it was fun. I don't know. Yeah, there's just there's just see. there's very little on it right now. You, yeah, I think that's why it's it, it, it's tough to talk about. I mean, in theory, it, it would be badass. You know, that sure. would be fantastic to be able to jump on and you know Kyle can play some Hulk like dude that's just punching the shit out of every wall he sees. That's right. Chugging <laughs> oh, gamer, smash. chugging gamma radiation monsters, and yeah. one of us can you know be a sneaky little fuck like Josh, go invisible or something, running around. You know, combine your powers. I don't know that play, I appreciate but... that characterization of myself. That's okay. You don't have yeah. to. You don't oh, have to okay. agree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> uh, it would be cool to see that. Uh, will it be that? There's no telling. But yeah. you've got to think that with the amount of money that's in that Marvel Cinematic Universe right now, somebody is going to take a massive attempt to tap in on the video game front. Sure. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. And and it's it's wild that they haven't done a better job of it already. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it seems like it'd be the easiest fucking thing to mm-hmm. make decent games. I mean, it's it would be fun to fly around like Iron Man. We saw that in Anthem. That was fun. Um, 
But I think because of games like Anthem and other kind of loot-based games that, that have just kind of fizzled, I think seeing a hero-based game with those mechanics gives everybody pause because Marvel hasn't had a good track record. Loot-type games or where you're really focusing on building a certain play style of characters, those are fucking hard games to make and make them interesting and keep them evolving and stuff like that. I, I, I think... It seems like it's there's such a simple formula there, which you know, kind of like Destiny has their seasons. Like, couldn't you just split it up into seasons and drop a different, you know, villain? <laughs> if yeah. it's like an open world thing, drop a different villain, and all that villains like sub villains and henchmen and regular baddies in, and change that season to season. What if they uh, add? I agree. Gwyneth awesome. Paltrow in there. Just Gwyneth uh, Paltrow. Uh-huh. What if they get Brad Pitt's? Butt? Well, no, not Justin. Just her, you know. Get her Scarlett Johansson. You might be seeing some volume and playing. Gosh. Um, uh, we what do you, what love do you women and respect Kyle, women. Kyle, what do you want, you want us to talk about in, endowment meters again? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Kyle's trying to segue poorly into this real question, which is, did they talk in this article about any boob physics? Well, if if there's my first hand transactions, then I guess you could add in the endowment meter. (laughs) 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 Moving on. (laughs) Um, Thrilling stuff here. Thrilling stuff. So um, Destiny had a crazy big week this week. They dropped Season of Opulence on Tuesday, which features a new raid called Crown of Sorrow and an in-game activity called the Menagerie where you can basically farm certain loot um, and and really focus on trying to get a roll for a weapon you want. Um, and it's a lot of fun. And it only takes uh, an have hour a and a half team. to get through. Yeah, I played it again after you got off Brooks and ran it in about 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> I had a decent time. Oh my god. So yep. it's just like, it can it can really go bad, though, if you don't have the right group. Um, but today... Shout they, out to Brooks. Shout out to Brooks. Um, <laughs> they announced Shadowkeep, which will be their fall expansion. You'll be returning to the moon, uh, which was a, one of the main zones in the first game. Uh, they're going to do another raid in September. This comes out on the 17th. Um, but the biggest, sweetest news was the game's going free to play at the same time, uh, which will include the base game and all year one content since the first Ooh. two expansions. And then uh, the game's going to have cross save functionality, meaning you can play it on PlayStation 4, yes. save it. That's your main account. And then if you open it up on Xbox, you have all your stuff and you're just continuing that same account. Um, Every and you can do that on do PC that, and you way. can do it soon on Google yep. Stadia. It'll be one of Stadia's games this fall. Um, so they announced all of that support. Um, their fall stuff looks really cool. They're going to redo the armor system completely, uh, give you more customization options. It's about to get like way more RPG-ish. Um in the fall and then they are adding like finishing moves and stuff um which looked pretty sweet but yeah i, I mean they, they announced a lot of stuff i think we're finally seeing the the benefit of them splitting with activision um they're they're ending <laughs> right. all their exclusivity deals so now nothing yeah. will be exclusive to playstation anymore like everything will be I, on I think, every platform 
I think I saw something about an MMO earlier. Yeah, they're they're calling it, they mentioned it today, and I think they still have really a ways to go before they could call it that. But that's really their yeah. vision is because they asked them at one point that's during been their the start. Yeah, you're right. They asked them during the live stream today if you know where was Destiny Three at, and they were like, "Oh, mm. I mean, we've got so much still planned oh, yeah. for two that I mean, three's a ways off. Like they're not going to follow. It doesn't sound like." the schedule that they would have had with Activision where Destiny 3 would be out next year. That doesn't really sound like the case. And a lot of those rumors and leaks that we had like a month ago, these are things that they're about to start incorporating in the game this fall. So it sounds like stuff that was just coming for two um, and not necessarily for three. They said one thing that I really liked is they said that each season they're going to really focus not only on adding new content, but trying to... Uh, really enhance one section of the game. So season eight, which will be when the fall expansion comes out, they're going to really beef up the crucible. They felt like they hadn't done enough for PVP. Um, So they're going to add a lot more content to that. So uh, what what does that mean? More like game types? They didn't really see. They they did mention game types. Yeah. They said there would be different game types. I think how they're doing like their competitive stuff will change. It sounds like they're, going to transition maybe back to a trials-like experience. So you'll still have like a competitive playlist and then you'll have trials eventually. That sounds like it might not even come out this year. But they're, I think they're changing kind of the the groundwork around all of that. They didn't go into a ton of specifics on that. Um, but as somebody who didn't really like the PvP for a long time and finally the meta of the game took a shift in my favor, um, I, I'm happy to see more support for it. I think it's a ton of fun. So... Yeah, I'd like to see some better loot. Well, I was just going to say real quick, the you know, they've made these little quest lines and stuff on the last two seasons to help people get to a power level where they could immediately engage with the content. If you're getting the free-to-play version, you can play every activity. You can go to every planet, um, even stuff that's not included in that first year of content. You have kind of a limited thing of what you can do on some of those planets if you don't have the DLC. You, you'll be immediately able to play like Gambit or Hop in Crucible or do nice. all that stuff within 15, 20 minutes. The, they've really lessened all that shit. You don't have to play a, you know, the Forsaken campaign to gain access to any of that shit. Oh, that's cool. Cool. And they're going to sell only like one version of the game. Like, you know, right now if you go to the store, it's like the Forsaken Digital Deluxe, the Legendary Collection, the blah, 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 the blah, blah, blah. Beginning yeah, in yeah. The, here pretty soon, I think everything they've released so far will be for sale for 40 um, and then in September, the base game and all that shit will be uh, free. And then every season, it sounds like will probably be like ten to fifteen. They didn't do a price point on that. And then the expansions will still probably be like a thirty dollar type thing. Um, but the seasons themselves will be fairly inexpensive, like a battle pass for Fortnite or something like that. Well, speaking of Fortnite, Josh, uh-huh. uh, and Hunter. Actually, Hunter, it's it's been a fortnight since we've talked about this next little bit of news. Um, oh. uh. And that is, uh, I believe, related, related to Google Stadia, correct? Indeed. Yes, they've re- revealed some pricing and some internet speed requirements uh, and some games. Uh, we'll start with some of the games that were announced. Uh, I'll just rattle through Baldur's Gate 3, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Get Pack, Division 2, Destiny 2, Rage 2, uh, Odyssey, 
Final Fantasy 15 farming simulator, maybe. Fuck yes. Yeah. Oh, what, what, perfect. What? I'm in now. Uh, Doom Take Eternal. Money. There's some others. Uh, but those are some those are some of the bigger ones. Uh, as far as pricing, it's going to be like $9.99 a month. Hmm. It's, it's not clear what that's going to get you access to as far as library games uh, that you can play at four. Like how many you, you'll be able to play at 4K. But, you know, there's that. The base won't cost you anything, but there's going to be a Founders Edition. It looks like it's going to be temporary. It'll come with a, 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 a excuse me, Chromecast Ultra and a controller, three months of Stadia Pro, and a three-month Buddy Pass for a buddy. Yeah, uh, friendship. Cool. Internet speeds seem reasonable that you're going to need. Uh, they seem they'll be very doable. Uh, to stream games... Where it's working right, they recommend Google recommends 35 megabytes a second for the for 4K. Uh, 20 yeah, megabytes will get you it. 1080, and 10 will 10 megabytes will get you 720. So not bad. I mean that that's oh, wow. that's easily doable. Like that was one of the things I was curious about yeah, was how it. much how much internet it was going to soak up. You mm-hmm. know, uh, but I mean at 35 megabytes to do the 4k you could still have somebody else streaming in the house and you know what i'm saying it's not going to soak up yeah soak up all your internet and that's 4k like hdr at 60 frames per second i mean if, yeah. if the game yeah. if the game does mm-hmm. it obviously like rage 2 is not gonna do that <laughs> but right <laughs> you know yeah i'm i'm a little confused on this stadia thing i'm gonna display my ignorance for everyone and just ask this is a streaming service correct Right. What do you stream it on? Everything. Anything that has a Chrome browser. Yeah. Yeah. So, TV, so like, computer. For example, on Destiny 2, if you'd had a cross save, right? Mm-hmm. You could do all the boring bullshit while you're at work. <laughs> you could do like yeah, on your and phone. Then you get home. Yeah. yeah and you could just play it on your Xbox when you got home. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Right. But uh, you could, yeah. So you'll be able to do it on a computer, a TV. A laptop or desktop, a tablet or a phone. So, wow. Like I said, anything you get a Chrome browser on, you'll be able to bounce back and forth on. So, it's a very interesting concept. We'll see. I know we've talked about it, so I won't beat it to death, but uh, I'm interested. That'd be good for bathroom breaks. That's right. It's going to (laughs) get real weird soon. God. (laughs) That's right. But that's mainly it. I mean, uh, the biggest deal. The yeah. price we knew the price wasn't going to be too bad. I mean, you, we we pretty well figured it'd be around ten bucks, ten or fifteen bucks a month. Uh, fair sure. enough, not bad. I don't know what the games are going to be past that. Like, I don't know if it's ten dollars to get access to the library, then you're going to have to buy the games after that. I don't know exactly how that's going to work, or if they're going to be right. Like, if it'll be like, like a game, like Game Pass, where certain games say, are yeah. in it every once in a while, and right? Or if it'll be library, you know Destiny, sixty bucks, say. If you were to get it at full price, well, if it's on Stadia, is it just going to be thirty? Like, I don't know if it's going to be reduced prices or if it's all sure. going to be included. That's not been made clear to me, but I'm sure that information's out there. I just haven't stumbled upon it. But biggest deal is the internet internet uh, requirements, and they are reasonable, very reasonable. So that's the good news. Yeah, me too. Brooks, do you have a segue for us? Mm-hmm. I'm getting pretty fucking good, right? That yeah. was pretty. That was pretty. That was pretty good. Quit stolen. Where's it at? You know what, Kyle? Your lack of faith in me um, is kind of like I think all of our lack of faith in this next uh, game, which will roll us into what we've been playing. Want to talk about Void Bastards a little bit? <laughs> oh, there we're we go. 
We're getting somewhere <laughs> now, boys. <laughs> Call it's the like sponsors. A real show. I know. Yeah. We're like we're like big boys. <laughs> Maybe we can get uh, Lacroix back in the mix. Yeah, Reds. I believe it's cranberry. Lacroix. Yeah, it's Lacroix. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've been playing a little bit of Void Bastards. Admittedly, I've been playing that one game I won't shut up about quite a lot, so I haven't played a ton mm-hmm. of Void Bastards. But uh, I've probably got three, four hours into it, and I, I really enjoy it. Um, I like that whenever you die and you come back in, you come back in as a different character and you have different traits and kind of specializations and stuff and you have to lean into and and beyond just kind of the random generous, uh, random generation of the different ships and stuff that you go into, um, which, which kind of were samey for a little bit. Toward the end of my session, I started running into spaces that were a little more interesting. Um, I've read that the game's about 12 to 15 hours long. And so that's probably the right amount of time for it not to get stale. I think if the game was really long, like a 40, 50 hour game, I would yeah. probably not like it very much, but I, I think it's, it's a pretty charming game. It looks cool. Um, it's fun. Um, I would say play it if you have game pass. Otherwise I don't know that I would go in on it. Um, it, particularly if you don't buy a lot of games, I just don't think it's like really like a super standout. I'm I'm really interested in Outer Wilds. I keep hearing people say that it's super good. Um, not to be confused with um, Outer Worlds, the Obsidian game. Different games. Uh, yes. But Outer Wilds is a space exploration game with like a time-bending component that's also on Game Pass, and I, I keep hearing really good things about it. And so that might be one to actually check out, um, but I'll, I'll have to try it out over the weekend. Will the Void Bastards game be adding the Green Bastard in at some point from the Trailer um, Park Boys? I think yeah. that, that'd be getting interesting. Uh, Brooks is our expert on the Green Bastard. Brooks? Oh, Sorry. yeah. Were you, were you wanting my, my Green Bastard impersonation? That's what well, I was my fishing for. Impersonation? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys could just ask. It's not... It's, it's, it's what we're doing. I like to operate with subtext, you know. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah uh, green bastard <clears throat> picture, if you will, a sunny day in the middle of Canada, a trailer park, a wrestling ring, right there in the middle. Bubbles comes out in his green bastard uniform, looks at Ricky, and he says, "Gonna fucking lay one right up on top of you, you fucker." Picking on fucking. <laughs> Corey Trevor all fucking time, cocksucker. <laughs> Shout out. I love it. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. oh, man. It's good stuff. But yeah, right you there. can expect him in the fall DLC for sure. Green Bastard. <laughs> and Void Bastards. He's going to be fighting the Void Bastards. A trailer park <laughs> joint. Yeah. Freak off, you Void Bastards. <laughs> Freak <laughs> off, you Void Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I am oh, the void. That's right. I haven't played this one yet. I think I have it downloaded, but I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, it's it it's not bad. It's it's not my favorite, but I I, I think it's it's pretty decent. Uh, any any games you guys been playing that you want to mention? Anything you got going on? Yeah, I I have to make an apology. Oh, okay. All right. Um. So I've talked a lot of hate on a couple games since we started this podcast. And- <laughs> <laughs> Two of them in particular, Assassin's Creed Odyssey 
and Destiny 2. I still fucking hate Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but Destiny 2 is a damn fine <laughs> game, and I'm sorry that I doubted it. Fine. I feel that at yeah. some point I'll probably play Assassin's Creed Odyssey all the way through and have to apologize about that one as well, but right now it's just Destiny 2. Just find That's an extra good. 150 hours in your schedule. Yeah, you'll be no able shit. to play that one through. It's a good segue, no. Brooks, because I've been playing the season two of the Atlanta. <laughs> Damn it, on Brooks! <laughs> he loved him a softball. Ah. Son of a bitch. I'm the king of segways. The first 30 minutes have been great. You kill the Cerberus dog, and then that's when I saved the game because I, I went to play Destiny two. But <laughs> he never great played so it. Again. Yeah, Josh had Josh had this great progression within our game group that was like. Oh, Destiny 2 is great. You guys should play it again. And everybody's like, no. And then he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this happened for a couple months. And then eventually he's like, all right, I'll shut the fuck up about it. I'm sorry. And then that slowly leaked into like every once in a while, he'd be like, I know you guys want to hear about it. I just, uh, I was doing mm-hmm. this Destiny 2 thing. It's awesome. And then you bring it on the podcast. And now uh, he's got every single one of us playing it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Started with me. Black he magic. down. And voodoo snapping chickens' necks and shit. And all of a sudden, I've got Destiny Two downloaded for some reason. Me down. I'm afraid the next yeah. step for Josh is honestly like starting a cult. I think well, yeah. he has one. Are we not? Are we not the high priests of Josh's cult? No. I thought that was the deal. No. <laughs> is just me. I ain't drinking that juice. I'm contractually obligated elsewhere. I just think that a cult would be. It would add like meaning and purpose to my life, you know. Um, yeah, I just don't want to do. You know, I I feel like I'll if I make a cult, I'm going to call it like something of the moon, like Children of the Moon or something like that. No, no. I feel no. like artsy fartsy women of a certain age won't shut the fuck up about the moon, and that's really my target demographic <laughs> for the cult. Sixty-five year old white women that read yes. horoscopes. That's your. That's, that's that's your sweet spot. That's what I'm into. <laughs> that's where I'm capable and effective. Right there. Or dancing that line again. Oh man! Now that <laughs> I know our target audience. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of uh, target audiences, um, that'll honestly roll us right into uh, the feature of this episode, which is uh, E3 predictions. Mm-hmm. God, so good. But they're gonna have a new Halo. I predict. That. Yeah, Kyle told me a couple episodes ago they were going to have a new Halo. Heard. That's right, I did. Yeah, asking the hard Shit. questions. Else yeah, let's ask. let's let's start off with <laughs> with uh, the Xbox presentation. Um, so Sony won't be showing this year. This is like Xbox's big chance to do some crazy shit. They haven't really done any crazy shit in the last several years, so. I don't know Ever. that they will. Yeah. When did um, the original Xbox release? Right. Right. That was probably the last time. Um, they're saying they're going to show 14 first-party games. Um, I yeah, imagine maybe. a lot of that will just be teaser shit um, from some of the developers they acquired last year. That'll be fine. Um, I think it'll lean really heavy on the xCloud stuff to kind of combat Stadia because they have their yeah. own game streaming yeah. stuff. Um, I think... I kept thinking we'd get like a lot of information about the next Xbox, but based on just kind of like insider shit I'm seeing, it sounds like we might get specs and maybe some slight demo, but nothing crazy, which is kind of a bummer to me. I feel like it when is. you're a year out, you should have something solid enough to show, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and, and the rumor <laughs> is that Halo Infinite, they'll have a demo of it, but it'll be like played on PC uh, with like fuck? Xbox controllers That's or whatever. Fierce. Like they, they won't have it like it's a the same on the next gen hardware or whatever that you could play. Uh, that's the rumor that may not ultimately be the case, but that's what we're discussing. We're predicting shit. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't know about all that, but I, I, I really was hoping they, they'd do a big announcement on the next gen Xbox. Anybody have any guesses on what the name of it will be? The Xbox. It's not a remake. It's a reimagining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly think you might be right. I really think they might just go back to just Xbox. Because they, they, I noticed that they have the jump in marketing materials again from like 360 when that launched. Do you remember that yeah. marketing campaign? It was oh, one of their yeah. best ones. And like it, it got people excited. And I've seen that again. I'm thinking, oh, fuck. They're using that material again. Uh, They're going to probably launch a console with Halo again. They're, uh-huh. They got Gears coming really soon i mean like the the Uh, fable again like they're going right Uh back to the very beginning (laughs) i think you're probably right they announced a halo and a gears and fable 4 all just shit the bed i'd be so excited for those three games i don't give a shit about anything else Frankly, but those three are some heavy hitters. Halo could have done without that. <laughs> <laughs> what you fucking do, man? Like oh my an earthquake? Gosh. Uh, my cock cream. There's that line. It's made of brass. It's called the Dillinger. <laughs> no, I mean <they're, laughs> their uh, their target demographic uh, has changed. Right, it's the people that grew up with the Xbox. Sure, cycling sure. back, you know, they're cycling back. They're they're, they're we have the money. Like, yeah, that's the deal. Like we yeah. we have money now. It used to be they used to target us, and we had to go ask our parents for money. Well, now we have our own money, and we'll spend a lot more of it. If they're cycling back, they would probably call it the X brick then. <laughs> they're just gonna call it Ink? the Red Ring of Death too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, Instead of green that. lights, it's just red yeah. lights. It's just a troll. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Xbox, um, the red light district edition. Oh, <laughs> no. We're getting closer. I like that one better. What do you guys expect them to show from Halo? Do you think they'll show... Do you think they'll show gameplay? Do you think they'll show off any particular modes? What do you think they'll reveal? I think they'll do another trailer. They're, you know, they'll probably do a little bit longer trailer. They may do a little bit of gameplay, but yeah. I, I don't. I would bet there's not going to be a lot of gameplay. It's going to be more. Sure. It's probably going to be a lot of cutscenes where Master Chief's taking his helmet off, but then they're going to pan to his hand, and it'll just be the helmet in his hand, and they'll do that a couple times just to yeah, it's very people out. It's very suggestive. Yeah, I bet it's got that one song in it. <laughs> I'm Riders hooked on, on a feeling. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I, I keep thinking that it'll, based on the name and stuff, I'm sure that just like the game sandbox is going to be quite a bit different than what we've seen before. I'm really hoping they show that off and don't just do, here's a little bit of a story trailer and a couple clips you from multiplayer. Like, I want to see... I want to see the scale of the game. Yeah. I want to see what they're going to do. Think it's going to be loot shooting counts and 
Ooh, I'm suspect of it. I really think it probably will be. Um, yeah. But what if it's not? What if it's like as revolutionary as Halo was when it came out? Like, I mean, they've spent the fucking money to make it revolutionary. What if I, it, I do what think if it'll it evolves, be very good. What if it evolves the sandbox like algorithm? You know, I'm not awesome. saying it will. <laughs> I yeah. don't have high hopes for any of that. <laughs> it's just wishful mm-hmm. thinking, but. I have pretty high hopes for it. I just don't, you know, again, I'm not quite sure what it looks like. Based on the name and stuff, I think it will be a much more open experience than it's ever been. Surely they're not like, I don't know, with Destiny 2 being as big as it is in the loot shooter world, surely they're not going to make Halo a loot shooter. Yeah. Well, I feel like Halo 4 and 5 were aping Call of Duty so heavily, and I feel like they realized that doesn't work for us. Who else can we rip off? Oh, yeah, the people who made the fucking game. (laughs) You know, like, that's kind of what I'm afraid of. Yeah. but Because I I think that 343 is a very talented team. I mean, 4 and 5 weren't my favorites, but there's some really good shit in those games. Yeah, Um, yeah. And they're capable of making incredible games, and and I think this one will be good. I just don't want them to lean too heavily on other games for inspiration. I think they could make their own identity and carve out their own space mm-hmm. because like like we just mentioned i in loot shooters if you're an established loot based game it is very hard for somebody to compete with you like if you're you're new to that world you're not going to stack up well against a game like warframe or destiny fuck even a diablo or a borderlands like those guys have been in it for so long they know how to do it and when you have a new game come into that they they flounder a lot of times yeah, it'll be like making a BR in two or three years. You know, by then there'll be a couple exactly. of games that no, have it a, figured yeah. out. They'll have it locked down. You know, and it'll be it'll be kind of it'll it'll seem kind of silly in two years for somebody to come in have a BR based game. By that point, that that'll be locked down. I think it'd be cool to have like a Mass Effect thing too, where you you know you go around to the different yeah areas, like, have like, but a have like a ship hub, hub or something. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, think, I think that'd be, that'd be cool avenue for them i do hope it's like a little bit more of a social experience i do hope there are some things that maybe like i I would like more of like an end game mechanic that's a cooperative experience um, yeah versus just solely pvp but um yeah I'm, i'm excited for it what about gears hunter do you have any predictions for five on on that front it's going to be a lot um, of talking like this. Yeah, the world's going <laughs> to have almost ended up, <laughs> and there's going to be a red <laughs> band of ruffians. I can't understand what you're saying, Hunter. <laughs> they shot my oh friend. My he was a professional football player. Yeah, he was I'm a real right. teammate. But more than that, he was my he was my brother. He was my brother. <laughs> For my brother. All Here's that. Mine. That's what I think. <laughs> Good. Roll credits. So, so we're in agreement. <laughs> and yes. I will buy it. <laughs> uh-huh. I will. Yeah, I'm gonna buy. And it. he just carves Coltrane's number into the side of his face. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Always remember. <laughs> with the with the chainsaw bayonet on his gun. That's that's a ballsy move, man. The yeah. game. They're like, we're gonna put fucking chainsaws on the end of these guns. <laughs> yeah. There's, I've seen people speculate that it'll be open world as well, which... Hmm. Oh, uh, God, don't do that. You yeah, don't do I don't, that. No, I don't think that would I don't see it working super well for Gears, but no. I, I don't know. Why does everything have to... Movement on that is 
the movement Ugh. is not conducive to that. You know what no, I'm saying? Right. You they would have to completely redo it. And if they completely redid it, it wouldn't feel like gears. They call it something mm-hmm. else, dummies. You know? I think it'll be yeah, a similar type lines. of deal. They'll they'll add mm-hmm. some stuff that pr- it probably won't be crazy different, you know, but there'll be some cool characters, some dark color schemes, mm-hmm. and big bulky epic characters that remind you of, you know, Unreal Tournament three. And it'll be great. It'll be great fun. Nice. Hope that's Good exactly what it still. is. Cause see, they they dropped off the of war part of the title, which makes me think that that means some sort of shift in the game to some extent. Just right. like Halo Infinite dropping a number signals a sea change to me. So I I think something, and it might be what I'm kind of afraid of is it'll be a half step. Like I think Halo Five was a half step. It's like they didn't quite commit to a vision for that game. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like they're also doing it because they are releasing Gears Tactics. Right. So uh, that's kind of, in my opinion, there's Gears Tactics and Gears 5. There's something for everyone. Beyond that, I think Microsoft will show a ton of third-party games. Whether or not we see Call of Duty, who knows. Um, but I think there'll be a lot of games shown off there. I think it's possible if they do show off any of the next-gen shit... I think they'll probably use like a Forza Motorsport 8 to demo that because they love using that the car games to show off <laughs> they graphical yeah. capabilities. Um, but I don't even know if that game will be a launch game. I would imagine that one's a little ways out. But I can um, see it. I think that's a maybe. I think Fable 4 seems more likely than Forza Motorsport 8, but is still kind of a, a maybe. Fable um, Four comes out. You guys won't hear from me for like a month. <laughs> you know? Yeah, unless it unless it sucks. But right, you yeah. still won't hear from me. I'll play. I'll bitch about it. I'm, yeah. After I come back after a month, you'll hear me bitch about it for six. But yeah, I'll still play fair. it. One of the other publishers with a, a pretty big show lineup is Ubisoft. They've got Watch Dogs yeah. Legion uh, leaked, <laughs> which is one of Watch the Dogs. three games that they're releasing. Between now and spring of 2020, um, beyond Ghost Recon. So there's two other games beyond Ghost Recon, um, and Watch Dogs Legion. I, Watch Dogs Two. How's it getting a sequel? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I Gosh. thought two was better than the first one, but two was like so pretentious Ugh. and irritating, and the movement was terrible, and the cars yeah. were not fun. The mm-hmm. like messing with like traffic lights and that kind of stuff is like a cool spin on open world stuff. And mm-hmm. I think it could be a cool game, but when everything else feels bad, like that's not enough to really set it apart. So yeah, uh, this one there's there's rumors that like you can play as like every NPC in the game. Like you can switch. I don't know if that's going to be true or if it's just a lot of different characters you can play as. Strange. Interesting. Might be switching to some interesting rooms. My buildings. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on in here? <laughs> <laughs> Just having a poop. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm sure we'll see more on Ghost Recon Breakpoint as well. Pretty excited about that one. Looks pretty yes. good. I am still holding on hope that Splinter Cell is one of those three games. Ah. I think it would release in 2020. I think it'd be Please like the let it be. game. Mm-hmm. Please let it I be. don't think it'll come out this year, but I... There's been too many weird whispers about it. There've been too many leaks of like collectible shit for it and stuff that mm, for them not to have it close to being done. 
but I think Splinter Cell because it's it's a, about the same age as Halo, the same age as Gears. Like that's another series that is it probably this a bit of a crisis point where it's like how do we change this game to match the expectations of players? Make it just like mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Five, just, just a mission base. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. If they made it like Metal Gear Solid Five, I would be super fucking happy. I think that was one of the funnest games. You could just do fucking anything in it. Fun yeah. the world and stuff on it. It was so much fun. Yeah, I would I would love that. I think that's the way to do it, whether or not they do. And then Bethesda will be showing off Doom Eternal. Have any of you guys kept up with it very much? I, I admittedly have not been following much on Doom Eternal. Nope. Yeah. Neither have I. I Are mean, they going to show another 30-second clip for Skyrim? Or not Skyrim. <laughs> the next Elder Scrolls game? Yeah, or it's just like a title card. Uh, I haven't seen any <laughs> anything on it. I don't think so. I don't think that they're going to show anything on Elder Scrolls, but that well, would they, be sweet. They, they kind of gave themselves some breathing room with Doom and Wolfenstein, because, I mean, those are both good good franchises right now. But then they choked themselves back a little bit, too, with Fallout 76. So I think that's... And Rage 2. Eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just kind of wiped that from my memory. Yeah. <laughs> also. But, uh, but... They like so they choked back a little bit with seventy six and H two, like you said, and it's they've people are gonna want to hear it. They're gonna want to see it. Yeah, I mean that's their last real big one <laughs> that hasn't been soiled yet. <laughs> so right, right, um, and that's far. That's pretty far out. I I enjoyed the twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen reboot of Doom. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I would have liked to have seen a slightly better multiplayer. It was decent. But I, I think that would be great. Always like a good arena shooter. Um, there's just not enough of them, in my opinion. So I, I would like to see better multiplayer support for it. Um, Wolfenstein Youngblood will also be at their show, which is uh, does have a co-op component. So that's for the first time since they rebooted Wolfenstein. Uh, you'll be able to play with a buddy. So that'll be cool. Um, and then Warner Brothers are publishing Cyberpunk 2077, which is developed by CD Projekt Red. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this will get it. probably be the uh, the most talked about thing, I would imagine, at E3. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yep, it's going to steal the show. I They've talked about how whenever that article came out about Anthem's troubled development, somebody who had left CD Projekt Red said that wasn't far off from like what had happened with Cyberpunk. Like, I guess there had oh. been so many iterations of the game and they kind of like redid it over and over again. Um, Cause it's, it was, yeah, it was, well, I mean, I think it'll be a much better game, but I think it's had a troubled production cycle. It has not been super clean. And I, I think that's just cause they're a very ambitious studio. I don't yeah, think it's necessarily fair. because they're trying to meet a deadline or appease somebody. I think it's mostly, they probably bit off more than they could chew. Perfectionists uh, of sorts. I, I, it sounds like they've kind of refined their systems and everything from even what they showed last year. So I'm I'm curious to see what it's looking like this year. I'm hoping it's within the next year that it comes out because they're saying they're they're focusing on the current generation of consoles. We'll see. I would imagine it'll probably be on both this gen and next gen. I think running out kind of the bigger guys, Gearbox with Borderlands Three. We've already seen mm-hmm. a lot on it, but I'm hoping we get a better look at what the end game looks like. For Borderlands 3, yes. I, I feel like that's still kind of the missing piece of the puzzle. I hope Randy Pitcher just walks out on stage, drops his pants, and starts helicoptering. 
Yeah. <laughs> One million, two million, three million. <laughs> that That's probably more likely to happen. USB. <laughs> he drops yeah. the penis shaped USB and they zoom in on the camera. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to take it easy, but you're still going to take it. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, that line. Yeah. Uh, you got us there, Hunter. You got us there this time. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Time to take it. <laughs> now, I think they'll. Uh, I think they'll just show more of what we've already seen. And I think you're right. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll probably show a little more in-game stuff, but I mean, are you not hooked already? I'm pretty more excited about trap. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I'm not excited about that. Yeah, I, but... I think it'll be a game. I'm a little worried just because I played both the first, the, the first two. I didn't play the pre-sequel, but and I finished the first game after not playing it for a while, coming back to it, not playing it for a while, coming back to it. Second one I never finished. So I'm, I don't know. I'm like always excited about those games, but. To be honest, I don't really sink a ton of time into them. Hmm. Well, that's a shame. I have. I've always finished them all. I didn't. I I'm, never not I'm, I'm the same uh, place as you, Josh. It looks good, and it's always one of those. It always looks really good. I'm always really excited about it. But by the time it comes out, I've always got too much shit going on. Too many games. That is very true. There are a lot of games out there to play. Any other E3 predictions before we wrap her up? Kind of surprised not to hear about a Halo. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> well, Briggs, <laughs> why don't you help us uh, wrap up the episode as we wrap up every episode by telling us what's in the box this week? Yeah, <laughs> in the box this week is a wheel of Microsoft Xbox branded cheese. Oh, yes. Oh. What, and, is that uh, a good? Is that a good sharp cheddar? Uh, is, is it, it a looks to be some type of? Uh, is it Gouda? Some type of light Monster yellow flavored. American blend there. Oh, it's just like a Velveeta. Oh. <laughs> I'd say probably a little bit thicker consistency. I think Kraft oh, singles. Can, can you? <laughs> you're you're a, not can you give it a microwave test real quick. Can we see no, how long it I takes? I can't believe it's not cheese. No, you're not letting me finish though. I was going to oh. also tell you that if you didn't want to eat the cheese, uh, you can just use it to feed your computer mice. <laughs> Girl, get the fuck oh, out. Roll the okay. music. <laughs> <laughs>